So this part of this three-part series of my grandmother's life is definitely my favorite part. My grandmother goes from a teenager uh, to a wife and a mother of three children. Um, in this episode, just so much happens. Uh, she meets my granddad in the beginning of this one, and they end up eloping. Uh, my grandfather serves in the Korean War. Uh, my grandmother and my granddad actually see Elvis in concert and Charlie Pride. Uh, me and my grandmother are going to discuss the civil rights uh, movement as she, of course, lived through that. Uh, unfortunately, my 12-year-old imagination of my granddad's war injury is shattered. I used to have this story in my head of how he was shot in the knee. Um, that kind of gets shattered. Very funny story, though. Me and my grandmother talk about her living in the unfriendliest city in America. It's, I thought it was actually the most unfriendliest city I've ever been to. Um, so you'll get to find out which city that is. My grandmother's going to move all over uh, the United States. She's going to finally move back to Golo, back to Mayfield, and then back to the farm. Uh, so just a lot happening uh, in this episode. I think you're really going to enjoy this one. All right, we are back to do the teenage years. Which teenage years is pretty short when we get to the adult years pretty quick. So here we go. I attended Brewers High School in Marshall County because Graves County did not furnish transportation for high school students unless they lived on a regular bus route. She went to Brewers. Were they playing basketball at that time? Oh, yes. Was that the, Were you there when they won the championship? Yes. Okay, what grade were you in when that happened? I was a uh, junior and a senior. And they won the championship both those years? I think so. Did you go to many games? or? Oh, I went to all the home games and most of the most of the away games. Did y'all win pretty much every game? Yes. Were you a cheerleader? Were there cheerleaders? Oh, no. I, was, I, I cheered all right, but yeah, I wasn't but you a cheerleader. You were one of the, yeah. Yeah. You were in the student section yelling and screaming? Yes. Just Did like you, uh, you all are today. Yeah. Did you go to uh, the state games? Did they go? Did they play? I don't know where they played at that time. I know they played they, at Rupp Arena. They still played at Rupp Arena. They played at Rupp Arena then? Yes. Yeah. And no, I didn't go to any yeah. of them. You didn't go to any of them? So no. Rupp Arena would have been pretty new then, I would believe. I'm not sure when it was built. Um, I don't know. If they didn't play there, I'm sure they played in the old hall, whatever. I can't think of what it's called. Yeah. Coliseum or something. McCoy, no, not Coliseum. McCoy Terry's Red Men. Is that what that was the name of the team? McCoy Terry was the McCoy Terry. coach. McCoy Terry and the Red Men were y'all the Brewers Red Men? Is yes. that the mascot? Can't be that anymore. Nope. No. <laughs> so that's Washington. So uh, that's exciting. I didn't know you went when that was going on. Whenever I pass it, I always see that sign. So, all right. So, Street Alec. Alcock, there you go. Street Alcock had a bus route for people that worked at the two clothing factories in Mayfield, the Merritt and the Curly. He agreed to pick us up on the way back for $2 per week. And that was to take you to school? Yes. Gotcha. There were about 20 or more that rode his school bus, which was painted blue, and we called the Blue Goose. So you paid, so the bus driver was paid by the people he picked up? Yes, my parents. They wasn't paid by the school system? No. I did not know that. That's crazy. He also carried us all 
us to all of the Brewers basketball games. This was the only extracurricular activity our team excelled and was runners-up and winner of the state championship our junior and senior year. I graduated as salutatorian in 1949 at age 17. So you were a good student. I was average. <laughs> you were salut salutatorian. Grandma, I was average, okay? I was 170-something out of 300, I think. Well, we were... only had 26 in our class to begin with. and then You're still, you're still we... second, right? <laughs> uh, graduated at 17, so you were young when you graduated, like me. Started to Murray College. It was called Murray College, not Murray State? Yes. Murray College. Uh, how long had it been in Murray at that point? Because wasn't it in... I've always heard and I've read claims that it was the Farmington Institute and then it moved to Murray. Do you know anything about that? That is true. That's accurate. So Farmington is the original location of Murray State. That's what I understand, yes. Okay. All right, well... You would have been around. So, real. No, I wasn't around well, when you, it started. When did it start, Murray? Oh. Started in the early. No, it started in the 20s, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, 1920. I'm trying to I, think. See, I wasn't there till 41. No. Yeah, but it's, you know people who were alive when it happened. That's what I meant. I didn't mean you were 127. <laughs> Which, by the way, you're 89. I don't think we said that at the beginning. You uh, turned, yes, you I'm 89 90. today. You're 89 today, and you turn 90. We talked about this the other day. April, I want to say 26, but that's not. Is that right? I just told you that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I that's it, how you remember. I got it right. I made sure I knew it when we were recording. Uh, all right. So where were we? You were not around when Murray started, but you did go to Murray in 1949. Any good basketball players there at that time? Yes. Jumpin' Joe Fulks, did you see him? No. Did you know Jumpin' Joe Fulks? No. Didn't he go to Brewers? I thought he went to Marshall County. Well, it wasn't at Brewers. He may have gone to Benton. I think he's older than that, because he was in the NBA, in the, I think, in the 40s. Well, no. I didn't know him, yeah. man. Did you know? Have you heard the name? No. He was a Marshall County basketball player. No, he wasn't. Mar he was from Marshall County. He went to another school, maybe Livingston or Lyon, one of those schools. And then he went to Murray State, and supposedly he invented the jump shot. I don't know if that's true or not. But there'll be someone listening who knows all about him who'll know exactly everything. But I think in, like, the 40s, he was, I think he was in the NBA by then. All right, so you went to Murray State in the fall, same year, taking a one-year commercial course. What's a one-year commercial course? Business course. Business course. I lived on campus in Wells Hall Dormitory. I bet that's the Wells Hall that was still standing when I it's was there. It's the same, still standing. The, you don't want to be in that one. <laughs> I know that. That's like one of the worst and ones now. During that time, it was probably new, though. Was it new when it was built, when you were living there? Well, no, it wasn't new. It had been there for a few years, huh? several years. Yeah. Well, it's almost 100 years old now. <laughs> I wonder if they, they knocked a bunch of them down. I don't know if that's one that's still No, there. it's still standing. It's still standing? Yes. Yeah. All right. I finished the course in June and started to work a week later as a payroll clerk at Penn Salt something company manufacturing manufacturing yeah you abbreviated 
at Calvert City. People are going to think I'm really dumb. They hear me not knowing some of these things. <laughs> I got my first car used, of course, to drive to work from a neighbor who worked for a dealership in Benton for $40. So did you buy the car or did Daddy's, Daddy's money buy the car? Daddy bought the car. Daddy bought the car. Daddy, yeah. They bought my first car too, so it's okay. Gas was fifty. Did everybody did he, did everybody's parents buy them a car, or was that like, did they buy your brother a car? That's a good question. Yes, they did. Much later. Much later. So did everybody's parents buy them a car? Because I mean, it still pretty much happens today. No. I mean, no. no. So they were doing a lot better than the... They bought me the car because I needed it to, to, to work, drive yeah. to work. But things were going a lot better, apparently, with the family. They were going some better, yeah. yes. Gas was 15 cents per gallon. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. It's the same year, 1951, I met Jimmy, James Rufus Adams, who was my granddad. Tell me what was... so. All I remember about Granddad is I was one well, of my earliest memories are when he started getting sick. Um, so, you know, I remember some things a little bit before that, but what was Granddad like when you first met him? Was he, what, I mean, who, who do, try to name someone in the family that's more, most like him. Or is anybody like him? Was he serious? Was he a jokester? He's more like Keith. Keith. Okay. Yes. So more, just a little more. He, he was very serious. Not a goofball like me or my brother. He would talk to people only if he had something to say. He didn't chit-chat with yeah. anybody. You know how all the men would gather up at the... Well, no, you don't. But the men would all gather, yeah. gather uh, up at the... Uh, grocery store mm -hmm. and eat breakfast and talk, you yeah, know. Yeah, the quick mark. Yes. Yeah, they did. They still, well, they did that until it closed. Well, and I tried to get him to go up there and he said, well, he didn't have anything to talk to those men about. Mm -hmm. All they did was talk about other people. <laughs> yeah. So he was not, he was a lot more reserved. Very. Didn't want to go out. Gotcha. Yes. A typical date was double dating with our friends Stella Newsom and Ozzie Drew, going to a movie occasionally, but most of the time we drove around Mayfield checking out who else was doing the same thing. Sometimes going to a drive-in for a hamburger and coke. Jimmy gave me an engagement ring in February of 1951. Okay. So how long were you guys dating before you guys got engaged? From October to Feb February. That's quick. October, November, December, January. Five months? So you only knew him for five months before you were engaged? Well. Which that was called. No, it was August. It was, August. It was August. So, so seven months. So, yes, seven months. How did he propose? We were sitting on the courthouse square in front of, well, it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Because the of- The tornado? No. Okay. The, the buildings were torn down. It was on, um, what's the next street over from Broadway? 
uh, behind the bank. Uh, are you talking the other direction, north or south? South. Um, what was it? What was on the south side of the courthouse? Uh, I remember that's where the uh, like the. Well, when I was there, I, I know what street you're talking about, and so is everybody else. On the south there. side of the, the courthouse. Yeah. It's. It's coming to me. I can cheat and look at a map, but but go ahead. We'll, on the south side of the courthouse. Yeah, South the, Street. How about on, South Street? It sounds good. That's what it is. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we were parked there, and. Uh, like I said, it was in the month of February, it was cold, so we couldn't get out of the car. Mm -hmm. And uh, he gave me the ring. <laughs> what did he say? He just gave me the ring. We had already talked about getting yeah. married, of course. He knew you were gonna say yes? And yes, I'm sure he did. And I was so pleased. He, he went and picked it out all by himself, mm -hmm. the ring. And I thought he did a good job. That's it right there on your hand? Yes. That's pretty good. It looks yes. like a ring you'd buy today. It's Yes. And uh Now did he have a pretty good job to afford that? Because that that don't look too cheap. I mean I mean it's not monster, but it's it's a diamond. Well Or is it fake? Oh, it's not fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real diamond. Yep. And uh the cut makes it worth more. Yeah. I don't know if you know that or not. But the faucets in the diamond. Yeah. He was farming. Yeah. And so he, he used he probably used all of his savings. Savings to buy. And wow. uh, he was farming with his dad. So, yeah. you know, that he didn't have very much money. So it said you guys met, but how did you meet? Well, did he have a lot of confidence? Did he just walk up and start talking to you, or why, was he shy? Why, no. No, okay. Uh, so Mr. He, serious was shy. He, he was serious, but he was very shy. He didn't talk a lot. Uh, one afternoon, Ozzy Drew pulled up in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh... Were you friends with Ozzy? Yes. Okay. Yes. I had known him since, well, all my life. We yeah. didn't go to school together, but... But you knew one another. I knew him, mm -hmm. yes. And he was dating my best friend, Stella. Mm -hmm. And uh, back then, a lot of people, that's the way they went out on a date. Somebody just drive up and say, you want to go? You didn't have a phone yeah. to, to call them. And they so, just pulled up in the driveway and wanted to know if I wanted to go to a movie. Yeah. Wanted to go to the show. And had you ever seen Granddad before this? No. Did you look, what were your first thoughts when you saw him? Oh, I thought he was the best looking man I'd yeah. ever seen. <laughs> And he was. Oh, yeah. You've seen He's pictures. handsome. Yeah, I've seen pictures. You've seen he pictures. He looks like Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's better looking than Elvis. Some say that's where I get it from. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> so you get in the car is. and you go to the movie. What was the movie? Do you remember? Was uh, it a drive-in? Was it the Mayfield drive-in? Or was it an actual movie theater? No. 
It was at Mayfield. It was at the uh, Legion Theater. Okay. It got damaged. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that is, the Legion Theater. Oh, the American Legion building. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yes. about. Yeah. I never knew there was a theater in there. Oh, yes, honey. It was really nice. Yeah, I took my driver's test in there. That's about it. Uh, it was really nice in there. What was well, the movie, do you know? No, I don't remember what that movie was. But let me tell you, I do remember. Now, and and then he didn't come back, you know. I, uh -oh. We didn't date then for a what was he doing? For a while, huh? What was he doing? What was he doing? Yeah. I don't know what, what was he was problem? doing. He didn't come. He didn't come back for another day. And now, uh, now, 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 now we're not well, liking Granddad. Young men on the farm didn't have that much money. Okay, so back he was then. busy. It was money. Okay, it wasn't that he wasn't interested. He, he didn't. No, he didn't have money to go to a movie gotcha. every, yeah. every week. But on Sunday afternoons, either Stella mm -hmm. or me one, we would drive to town. Mm -hmm. And just drive around the square and, and see who, who was there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see him? Oh, yes. The funny thing was, one time, we drove out there and we saw him. And uh, Stella says, Oh, I'll bet they're going, going to my house. And we hurried back, <laughs> back to her house. And sure enough, they showed they up. There. Wow. And we went to uh, See Gone with the Wind once. The Three girls. hour movie. Huh? Three hour movie. Yes. Yeah. They were there too. Mm hmm We didn't go with them. Were they there with other girls? No, no, they were, they were by themselves. They yeah. were up in the balcony, and we were sitting down. Yeah. Yes, but I remember them being up there, and we just giggled, you know, yeah. and talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all? All right, so we'll keep on because we're about done with your teenage years, almost to your adult years. Uh, I remember this was before. Let's see, drive in. You went to the south side of the court square. Okay. Uh, oh, I just remembered. This was before I met Jimmy. So this is with the, another man. My date and I were driving slowly around the court square. I guess that's what people do. They just drive around court square. I was sitting with my back against the car door. My red coat had a belt that was caught in the door, and I fell out of the car on my back with my feet in the air. I was not hurt, but it was a most embarrassing experience. Needless to say, that was our first and last date. Yes. Well, I'm glad. And his name was Edgar Henson. Nah, he doesn't, he doesn't even sound And cool. I didn't even remember it. Yeah, it Whenever I was writing that. Doesn't even sound cool. All right. <laughs> oh, he was, he was a nice looking young man. He wasn't as nice looking as Granddad, though, was he? No. No. <laughs> Adult years. All right. Jimmy joined the Air Force in March 1951. Did you want him to join the Air Force? Was that in the plan? Because you got married in February, right? No, you got engaged in engaged February. Engaged in February. Did you, was that part of the plan the next month? Hey, I'm going to join the Air Force, or? Well, he didn't discuss his. He, he didn't discuss it with his He didn't discuss fiance? that with me. How'd you feel about he, that? He may have, but uh, 
But the man made the decision. Well, I knew. Yes, I knew he he would probably have to go because all the young men were We're going to the war. Yes, were being drafted, and his brother was already had already been drafted. Yeah. So yeah, he talked about it. He said, "I'd rather be in the Air Force. Be in the Air Force. The Army. The Army." This was during the Korean War, and his brother, Hoyt Freight, had already been drafted in the Army. Rather than waiting for the Army draft, he enlisted in the Air Force for four years. He completed basic training in Lackland Air Force, Texas, and air police training at Camp Gordon, Georgia. And so, were you still living at home with... Yes. Okay. I was working. And then, we were married on August 25th, 1951, while Jimmy was home on his first furlough. We drove to Corinth, Mississippi, which I, I didn't know the story until last year when we actually went to Gulf Shores and we drove through Corinth, Mississippi. And we were married at the courthouse by the Justice of Peace because it was the nearest place that didn't require a blood test and three-day wait to get your marriage license. Why did you have to have a blood test? To show you weren't related? or I don't know. Everybody had to have a blood test. Blood test. And there was no way to get your marriage license. You don't have to have a blood test now? I hope not. <laughs> you didn't have one. <laughs> didn't have one. Uh, now you just got to go get, you got to go pay a tax. That's about it. And get that marriage well, license. Well, of course, today, taxes. Yeah. Uh, our attendants were our friends, Ozzy and Stella Drew, who had recently married. And they were there when you guys first met. Yes. So they were here. So your parents weren't there when you got married? Nobody was other than no. them? No. Did your parents know you were getting married? Yes. What did they think? I don't know. Did they, they, they didn't want us to, to go away to be married. They'd rather we had waited, of course. Yeah. But. Uh, but you didn't want to wait? But No. But they couldn't tell us anything. Yeah. All right. So the Korean War. Uh, obviously huge impact on you guys. Granddad had to go and serve during it. Uh, were you for it? Were you against it? Were you... You know, it was just... That was just something that was going on? Yes. It said Jimmy was stationed at Barksdale Air Force Base, Strategic Air Command in Bossier. Did I say it right? Bossier City? Bossier. Bossier City, Louisiana. A su- suburb of Shreveport. When he could find a place for us to live off base, I quit my job and drove my $40 car to Bosher City. We lived in an efficiency apartment at Lindmar Court or Lindmar Court? Lindmar. Lindmar. Which was occupied mostly by other soldiers from the base. What was Louisiana like? Uh, did you have some Cajun food while you were down there? Or uh, did you go to Mardi Gras? No, the, the <laughs> Mardi Gras was a long way. It's from Shreveport, okay. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's See, right. Shreveport's yeah, just yeah. Is, yeah, I know on the border yeah. there. Uh, what was it like? The thing I remember about it is the dust storms and uh, electrical storms. What's an electrical storm? Well, I... Like lightning storm? Or are you talking about like yes, electric? Okay, gotcha. Yes. I thought you meant like something to do with the electricity. Uh, this was when I met Jimmy's friend, Bob Likes, and his wife, Janet, who were from Kentucky. 
We lived on Jimmy's monthly $90 and saved our pennies to go to a drive-in movie. We also went to Louisiana Hayride in Shreveport and saw Charlie Pride and Elvis Presley before they became famous. So you saw the Charlie Pride and the Elvis Presley. Uh, so what were they like watching them? Did you even have a clue who you were watching? Why no. No, that was just young man up there. Did Elvis do like his dancing and stuff? No. He okay. didn't do the dancing? No, he didn't do that dancing. Yeah. Uh, and then Charlie Pride. Uh, was Charlie Pride welcome? With it being yes. in the South, he was? Yeah, he was. Uh, so during this time, I'll go ahead and ask you since I brought it up. Uh, with, with Charlie Pride being in the South uh, during the 50s, mm -hmm. uh, what was it like, The just the, the Civil Rights Movement? Do you remember that and what it was like? and Were things segregated during this time? Uh, somewhat. Mm -hmm. we, when Kenneth was born, uh -huh. uh, of course I had two babies. Yeah. Uh, Keith was barely a year old yeah. when Kenneth was born. And uh, so we had a black lady to come in and stay with me during the day mm -hmm. to do the housework. And she did the cooking too. And she wouldn't eat at the table with us. Really? She had sat out on the steps while we ate. Was that, did you ask her to come eat with you? Or yes. Yes. And she said, oh, no. No, she said, that wouldn't be right. And wow. uh, that her employer. Okay. Wouldn't let her. Wouldn't let her. So. Yes. Well, what was, was Mayfield segregated during this time that well, we've been talking about or... Was it kind of integrated? Because I've always wondered about West Kentucky and the city of Mayfield. I don't know what year that it was integrated here and the schools mm -hmm. were, but uh, but I remember uh, about the Alabama, you know, segregation. Yeah, and the schools. And yeah, the schools. You know what? To me, and to my family, as far as we concerned, we were concerned, there was no segregation. Yeah. You know. What do you mean Every, Everybody was just alike. Yeah. You didn't see any We difference. had neighbors. We had black neighbors yeah. when, when I was growing up. And they were f just like any friend. Yeah. Gotcha. I just, it's just hard to imagine that time. And it is. That. But it well, is really, funny. it wasn't that long ago. But it's hard no. for me to realize it wasn't that long ago. So, all right. So, we'll, we'll move on. So, Charlie Pride was welcomed down in Louisiana singing country. Did you like, who'd you like more, Charlie Pride or Elvis at the concert? At that time, it, they weren't any better than this the other others one. that yeah. were there. Or, uh, was there other people performing? They were oh, just kind of the mix. Oh yes, it was just yeah. just a mixture. Our first Christmas away from home, Jimmy was in the hospital with a bullet wound in the knee, and Bob was in the stockade. They were on standby duty in the barracks. Now, 
I've always heard the story. I've always heard Granddad was injured in the war, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Grandma. I always thought like maybe the the Koreans were coming after him, and I knew he was in Africa. I thought maybe they flew an airplane and shot bullets or something. And when I read this, <laughs> I was a little disappointed. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> I thought he was like a war hero. <laughs> Uh, not that he wasn't a war, he still was a war hero, but the story's not what I thought, what I had pictured in my mind when I was told at the age of about 10 that he was shot in the knee in the war. Yes. So having a loaded weapon out of the holster was forbidden while in the barracks. However, Bob had his gun out and it accidentally went off. Okay, I know a lot of things about guns. They don't accidentally go off. <laughs> well, it was an accident. I'm sure it was an accident. I don't know what they were doing, but guns don't just accidentally fire. He was playing with it. Yeah. what he was doing. And the bullet went through Jimmy's knee, who was seated on the bunk opposite of him. I, I can't imagine what he yelled at him at that time. Like, I'm just trying to think of one of my friends. If they shot me in the <laughs> knee, they would never... Hear that down, so. <laughs> All right, so that was Granddad. So he came home after that? Or what happened after? <laughs> what happened? So what was he doing? Because I know what he was doing in the war, but what was he tell everybody where he was stationed and what he was doing? Well, he was stationed at a strategic air command base where all the big bombers mm -hmm. came in and left. And was he in Africa? Do I remember no, that correctly? Oh, this was in the, this was when we were in Louisiana. Okay. Okay, there at uh, Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only tour of duty he had outside the United States was to South Africa. Okay. And he was stationed at uh, Rabat which is not very far from the Bermuda Islands mm -hmm. across there. Uh, and what they were there for was to uh, it's hard for me to get my thoughts together and say what I want to say. It's protection. As security. Yeah. That's that's what he was. Yeah. A security guard. And that's what they did over there. They patrolled the perimeter of the base. Of the base, yeah. Base they had there. And he said he could see camels. Wow. Walking. A caravan. Yes. Our first child, James Keith. Just my Uncle Keith was born August 3rd, 1952, at Fuller Gillum Hospital in Mayfield. Was that the one that was near the court square? Was that the, that building over by the bank? Yes. Okay. That's gone. Yes, yeah, no longer there. It, it was standing not too long ago. No, th not that one, honey. No, not that it one? Was, it was, there was one before that? It was north of... Um, FNB. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I came home for two months and stayed until he was six weeks old. 
This time we rented a three-room duplex. On October 3rd, right afterwards, 1953, Kenneth Ray, Uncle Ken, was born at the base hospital. Jimmy's name had been on the roster for a deployment to Korea two weeks before our baby was due, so his commanding officer took his name off the list. He was only on tour outside the States, was to South Africa for only three months. He was stationed at Barksdale for the four years and transferred to Camp Campbell for discharge in April 1955 with the rank of Staff Sergeant. So, uh, that's all about Granddad and South Africa. Uh, we're going to get to Uncle Keith and Uncle Kenneth in a minute, so I'll save questions about them when we get down there. Uh, so, there was no work to be found at home, so we went to Indianapolis, Indiana. So, I just went to Indianapolis, Indiana a few weeks ago. Probably the unfriendliest city I've ever been to. Were people friendly there? No. They weren't? Were people mean? No. They just didn't care if they were indifferent? Indifferent. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was blown away by how rude people were. I mean, it was shocking. It wasn't southern hospitality like you get down here in Kentucky and Tennessee and Florida. So, I, I'm glad to know that it wasn't just me. For all of the time we lived there we had one neighbor mm-hmm. that we knew and the people we rented from yeah all right so you lived in indianapolis indianapolis indiana where my uncle john francis buchanan and his wife charlotte schneider lived within a week jimmy found work as an upholster at a furniture factory apartments were hard to find that we could afford, and we finally found a nice, clean, three-room attic apartment and furnished it with cheap-used furniture. We lived paycheck to weekly paycheck, buying only enough groceries for the next week. When Jimmy came home on Fridays, that week's supply would be gone, and I would walk to the little grocery on the corner for potted meat and a loaf of bread, which was a treat. We always had plenty of good food, but we knew how to bet. We knew how to budget our money. We were happy. Our entertainment was a used black-and-white TV and going to the park nearby. So this was all in Indianapolis, correct? Keith turned five and started kindergarten at the school just a couple of blocks from our house. The walk to school with our neighbor's older children. That was in 1957 since Jimmy had the experience as an upholster. We moved back to Kentucky and worked at King's Manufacturing Company in Mayfield. So what was Uncle Keith and Uncle Kenneth like growing up? Did they get along? Did they fight? They they fought constantly. One year apart. I imagine would lead to a lot of fights. Yes. Who would win the fights? And they slept together until, (laughs) oh, they were 10 or 12 years old, Mm -hmm. I guess. And uh, I put a bolster between them (laughs) at night. (laughs) Were Were they still good friends or was it just always fighting? They ever get along? I don't think they ever got along, <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> After they started to school, they might have taken up for one another, yeah. you know. But, yeah, but they were definitely brothers. Yeah. All right. So uh, so what were they like? So you've already said Uncle Keith was like granddad. He was serious. And then what about Uncle Ken? Uh... He was uh, he was the more outgoing. Yeah. He could talk to anybody. Oh, yeah. Yes. He still can. Still can, yeah. yes. Gotcha. 
All right, we lived on Dave Miller Road. Same Dave Miller Road that's still there today. A gravel road in a yes. rented house. Is the house still there? No. I mm. drove by there. Yeah. Where was it at on Dave Miller? Do you know exactly? Or? I couldn't tell you yeah. because everything's gone around it. Yeah. It was here the boys learned to ride bikes and play in the creek. I know that creek. No one had occupied the house for a while, so the snakes had moved in. We never saw one in the house, but Jimmy was cleaning out the shed where fertilizer had been stored. With the boys helping remove the empty sacks, something started moving inside the sacks, and the snakes, non-poisonous, came crawling out. The house was two and one half or three miles off the Benton Highway. On a snowy day in March 1959, we picked the boys up from Mama and Daddy's on our way home from work. The snow was so, so deep, we parked the car at the end of the road and walked home. The little boys walked the entire way with the snow over their rubber boot tops. And they would walk to school like that. Wow. Uh, oh, they didn't walk to school. They didn't walk to school. That was just to walk. We picked boys up, went home from home. Uh, we Keith was, of the road, gotcha. Yeah, Keith was the only one in school at that time, yeah. I think. Gotcha. The temperature wasn't real cold, but cold enough that the snow didn't melt, and we were snowed in for a week. I don't remember how much snow, but maybe 18 inches or more. And so this was in 1959. We had no phone, and you can imagine our joy when we see Daddy coming down the road on a tractor. This makes me smile. He said he knew Jimmy was out of cigarettes, and that's why he came. And he did bring cigarettes. Not to see you guys or to check on you for the snow, but for cigarettes. I started to work at Creason Wholesale Plumbing Supply Company in 1958. And while later we were able to buy our first home on North Sutton Lane in Mayfield. Is that home still there? Yes. Do you know the house number? I don't remember the number, but I can show you the house. We'll have to go go find these houses one day. He had a living room, two bedrooms, one bath, dining room, eating kitchen, and attached garage. The boys started school at Dublin. We only lived there a few months when Jimmy's dad decided to retire and traded half the farm, including the farmhouse, for our house. So, he moved into that house and y'all moved to the farm? Yes. Was that a great time? Was it? What was so great about that, just being out into the county? What was so great about it, we went from a a house heated with electricity to a farmhouse that was heated with wood or coal. And you'd rather have the wood and coal? No. That's what was, no bathroom again. Okay, so that so that wasn't a good idea. You did not like moving back to the farm. No. Gotcha. So were you mad about it? No. But you weren't excited about it? No, I wasn't <laughs> excited about it. But you didn't say anything to Granddad? No. Did you think a lot of things? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we moved to the farm, and again, no indoor bath until a couple of years later. The boys started school at Farmington in the first and second grades. Jimmy and his brother Jesse, now I remember Uncle Jesse, formed a partnership, and besides growing corn and tobacco, they operated a dairy. We enjoyed the farm life again through the working hours, although the working hours were long and hard. Up at 4 a.m. for the men to start milking. I cooked breakfast for us and dinner for Jimmy and hired hands if we had any. 
got the boys ready for school before I went to work. I quit working before our daughter, Annetta Francis, my mom, was born in 1963. President Kennedy was assassinated in November that year. Like I said in the introduction, uh, that was a lot uh, that we got to cover there, and I just kind of have to cut it off. It, it, it just rose into uh, the modern years, so I thought that was a good stopping point after my mom was born, uh, the last of her three children. Uh, the last episode, it starts off uh, talking about JFK. It goes into uh, what my grandma, she kind of compares that to uh, uh, to Pearl Harbor, just those events that you remember in history if you were alive. She compares that to 9-11. Uh, she compares uh, that to COVID. And you're going to learn that even those three things aren't the most shocking things she ever saw in her life. It's just uh, she finishes finishes up this, uh, this story of her life, and it's so interesting. And um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy that final part. Thank you all for listening, and uh, God bless.